0: Reporters Assemble! Chase Thomas Podcast. The Chase Thomas Podcast. Um, <laughs> my nephew needs me to report. See, I, hate, I already hate it. I hate it.
1: All right, you heard it. The Sports Reporters, we have indeed assembled. Everybody is back. We've got Max the dog back. You hear him in the background there. Robert Silverman of the Daily Beast is here. Bob, good afternoon, sir. How are you?
0: Man, I got a finicky dog I'm dealing with here. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And uh, some complaints from the neighbors About an unrelated subject It's not my fault just so we're all clear Uh Uh, uh,
1: Are you going to explain Are you going to elaborate further Or is it just a mysterious complaint
0: Evidently Somehow they think My Our cable lines are getting switched And uh, They're watching whatever I'm watching But I'm not watching anything (laughs) Max.
1: okay Max, and there's max the dog we haven't heard him on the podcast before we've heard khaleesi the dog andrew we need to get you a dog andrew hammond of um, the detroit free press is here
2: yeah i'm, I'm good mm-hmm. i've got a
0: job so
2: oh
1: max is uh he is on one tonight max is not about it i'm glad
0: andrew i'll be right back
1: hmm andrew welcome back sir after a week away how 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 are things
2: um good busy uh everything is happening um let's see uh Michigan Michigan State the Pistons suck uh yeah the Lions well the Lions are the Lions and we've got the Detroit Red Wings so oh yeah and by the way college basketball season kicks off in a matter of days so yeah no um Things are th- things are busy. That's the best way to put it.
1: You're not alone, man. Like I feel the same way as you. Like it was it was a weird relief when the Braves finally did win the World Series this week. Just
2: congratulations. Like- uh, by the way, did you did you get completely drunk? Like. After the Royals won in 2015 I've always wondered what everybody like if if you're a fan of a team like what your championship night or weekend experience is because that is one of those things where once the game's over, you're not ready for those memories to go. So you kind of just you you want to bottle up everything that happened in your night. The, the the night your team wins and so i'm wondering like what what was your you know they recorded the final out like what what was you know the next three to five hours for you
1: hmm well it was super late here um so it didn't end to like midnight and i was in the group well, chat with family you, you,
2: you, you you do know we're in the same time zone, right?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, either way, it was. It was. <laughs> co- I also don't understand how Detroit is an East Coast time zone. I don't know who it's, I need to talk to to explain
2: this lit- to me. It's literally. Well, it, the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense because literally, Detroit. We're three hours away from Toronto, from like the northeast, uh, uh, where we're at. You know three hours toronto and mm. i have a
0: question have you got yeah. gambling in windsor yet uh
2: no because there's the pandemic going on dude
0: oh right god dog come on
2: good job good job bob i forgot i forgot yeah. about uh, so
0: like i've never
1: been to a casino it's... in my life i don't what? think yeah
0: oh jesus christ so it's... we're gonna add this to the list of things andrew has just never figured out how to do like you eat mean, a you mean chase You mean Chase? Chase, yes. Chase Mm -hmm. has never figured out how to... uh, uh, Yeah, things that Chase has never... Or Freddy, whatever his name is. (laughs) Has never figured out uh, to to do. Mm -hmm. Man, I forgot what your fake name is. What's your actual real name again? Oh, it's Henry. That's right. Things that Henry has never figured out how to do.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: One, order a dumpling. Right. Two go to a casino. I am a terrible gambler. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that right. right. My plan when I go to a... I've been... I haven't been in a long time, but my game plan for casinos is I take $100 out of an ATM and here's a a pro tip, everybody. Take the cash out of the bank Mm -hmm. near your home, not in the casino. Okay. Because... One, the Visa are exorbitant. And mm-hmm. two, you will get nothing but spam texts and spam emails about gambling if you do that. Um, two, take out $100. Mm. It usually takes me between 15 and 45 minutes to lose $100. What do you play? Grab grab some free. I play blackjack, but I'm okay. bad at it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I just have never been in. Like, it's never been. Something that I've ever really gotten into. I didn't it's, grow up around it. It was never something that was on my radar. Do
0: you, like, do you engage in sports betting?
1: No, it's not really my thing.
0: Real? So I'm not really okay, against it. So it's just
1: not something.
2: Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee has gambling and casinos, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that makes sense because I could see if if wherever you lived. I know. I think Georgia has some gaming i'm not
1: sure Well, they're planning to do stuff downtown so basically where the um oh what is it called it's not the gulch uh, it's a little area over uh, oh my goodness i'm i'm blanking um on marietta street um oh underground atlanta um that oh, okay. that area is getting i think the plan is to tear that down and turn it into like this whole casino resort type deal um, uh, but it's still not chase, gonna be for, i think you should mm.
0: go to, i think you should take uh, Mrs. Chase and mm-hmm. go to
1: a casino. I mean, she I asked though, like for my like like the bachelor party for me of like, oh, are you like the Vegas thing is like the common thing? And I was like, that sounds don't like a don't do
0: the Vegas
2: thing. Well, I don't want to yeah, do well, that. That's not something well, that interests me. You can do the Vegas thing, but don't make it one of those. Oh, I have to cross this off
0: my bucket Vegas list. bucket yeah. list.
1: Like, no, I want to yeah, go to Bruges, Bruges alone. That is my plan right now.
0: You mean Belgium?
1: No, I want to go to Bruges, Belgium. Yeah.
0: You like the movie in Bruges?
1: Yeah, it's my third favorite movie of all time, and I just want to go walk around because I can't. Good. Well, I can't sign her on to uh, honeymoon there. She's she's out on that. Um, she's like we're going somewhere tropical, and I don't think I'm going to
0: win that. That back and forth. I can't. I can't imitate Rafe Fines in in Bruges without cursing extensively. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to you, avoid you kinda, that. Kind of. Yeah, you kind of have to. Every every third word out of Rafe's mouth has to be a cuss if you want to do the Rafe Fines in Bruges.
1: I love that movie. I've seen it so many times, so 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 many times. Like that is that is one of my all time favorites, and I can watch it. I might watch it tonight just because I thought about it again.
0: It's quite good.
1: It's so good. it's
0: Quite good. The scene when he's partying with the little person and the mm-hmm. prostitutes is, is possibly the best. But yes. they're all very, they're all quite good.
1: I mean, everything is good. Like, every, like oh my goodness. I, I highly encourage the good folks if you have not already watched that. In Bruges.
0: Uh, it's by a, a, an Irish playwright named Martin McDonough. It's the guy who wrote it. Um, he writes these very sort of, very very sort of uh, uh, feisty Irishy plays. They're mm-hmm. awesome. They're like In Bruges, but, you know, on a stage. I
1: might need to go check those out. Uh, Andrew, have you yeah. seen... Seen that movie?
2: Uh, yeah, I okay. saw it. Maybe I don't know.
0: Um, <laughs> can, can, while, while we're discussing In Bruges, I, I have a bone to pick. Uh With um, with 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 the other star of uh, of of, of In Bruges, Colin Farrell.
1: Why do you have a, one of the best actors of our the last twenty
2: years. Yeah. Oh. He's, he's, okay. He's, okay. He's, okay. He's, he's, he's a
0: talented yeah. man, uh, but. That said, Mm -hmm. my problem is him getting into a lot of prosthetics to play a scarred, fat, ugly person in the new The Batman.
2: Uh, yeah, not a fan. Um, Is that what he's doing?
0: Yeah, he's playing the penguin.
2: Oh,
1: I didn't know this. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. If if you watch the trailer, you'll get scenes of him for two seconds doing a very thick Brooklyn-y accent, I guess you want to call it. Hmm. Um, and and as the penguin, the penguin is not like the Danny DeVito penguin from the Michael Keaton Tim Burton Batman, where he's you know sort of a disformed, very small person. Mm-hmm. He's just a very he is a burly, stereotypical New York gangster type.
2: It, and you know what? It's like we couldn't get Carmine Falcone, so yeah. we're just well, gonna wait.
0: get. I'm sorry, you can't find one. All rated unattractive, middle-aged, fat person, actor who would love to play that part. You can't um, tell from him. He has to, has to show his range. You can't, um, okay. A, a, a prosthetic suit. I'm sorry, he's taking roles away from the unattractive and I find that... <laughs> so, I, I'm not I'm not going to say that... <laughs> I'm sorry, there <you're> are... <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say
2: you're taking roles away from the unattractive, but the first person I thought of, like when they were casting this movie, I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, he's entirely too nice of a person. And you don't want to turn this into a musical, but I was like, Josh, 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 Josh Gad could be a decent Penguin
0: but the yeah, thing is like, You don't, don't to, want to, to turn this Josh to... Gad unattractive I'm, All the Josh Gad stands out there Don't turn on me the Gad hive Can be vicious we all <laughs> well, know. Well,
1: No you know who the answer is it's Guillermo From What We Do in the Shadows
0: I I, I have not watched that show uh, oh, yeah, Have
1: you really not I figured you would be all in on uh, What We Do in the Shadows man. Bob It's, it's no. quite good it's quite I've good.
0: heard I've heard. Carrie t- and Colkin
2: could have been actually a pretty decent pairing.
0: Sure, mm-hmm. or like you know, look. Uh, I don't seen, really uh, care
1: because I don't think I'm going to see it. Like I don't think I'm going to dive back in. They what's
0: just, his name? The guy who plays Polka Dot Man in the new Suicide Squad movie, Matt Mulchabdian or, or oh, uh, Matt John Cena? Talking about? You know, he what? already does it in the Gotham show. They could have not to mess with. Like, oh, that's Duty right. That's right. But he's creepy looking and and Mm. weird. And and again, probably attractive to a great many people, but not, say, conventionally attractive in the Colin Farrell way. I really feel like there are people who are not movie star handsome like Colin Farrell who need to work more than he does. Hmm. I'm offended.
1: I don't know if Bob's being genuine here or not, Andrew. I don't know.
0: I'm being serious. There are people who are not in good shape.
2: Mm-hmm. I think he's like I think he's legit like he's this is a this is a, this is this his this
0: is my fight song mm-hmm. yeah okay and,
2: and 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 let's keep it a buck Bob's making points
0: I'm making points if this were around the horn, there would be a dinging. <laughs>
1: There's gotta be, it's gotta be weird when he gets, cause he, I'm sure he gets offered all kinds of parts, and when his agent just rifles through him and they're just like, hey, would you want to
0: Colin Farrell, to- Colin Farrell, with like a lot of like like Brad Pitt before him is mm. movie star, handsome, and pretty. And really, you can tell, hates having to, to be the movie star. Look, the 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 heroic male lead in a great many movies. They are required to sort of stand there and be a blank slate for the audience to project their emotions onto. Actual acting in those parts is rarity. If you saw the Val Kilmer documentary, the biopic documentary about Val Kilmer, which is I highly recommend... Um, if you haven't read the article by Taffy uh, Ackner about Val Kilmer Val Kilmer now has suffered From you know, debilitating throat cancer And that is trachea Removal can't really speak any, Larynx removal can't really speak anymore But the, he has been filming himself His entire life So they built a documentary uh, I still about, need to watch that It's quite good, but same thing happened To Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer was playing Got cast as as Batman, and he literally could not move inside the suit. He would just get zipped in there and have to stand and do nothing. And he hated it. And I feel like, without knowing Colin Farrell personally... yeah, Thank you for seconding my thoughts there, Max. That (laughs) Colin Farrell does not has been... He, he's far more comfortable being, you know, like Ray Velcoro in the second season of True Detective, being skeevy, horribly broken, damaged men in one form or another. Which, more power to him. It's, it's a lot more fun to play those parts.
1: Hmm. There you go. Well, this naturally leads us to Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> another horribly broken, damaged human being is what you're saying. It's a good segue. Well, if he asks you. Ask, Emily, yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I just think we can lead, since we're on a Hollywood bent mm-hmm. uh, this evening, Olivia Munn was right. I think we're well, that's what we're coming to. Um, didn't they break up? Did he break up with Olivia Munn? Were they dating? I'm Am pretty sure they here? were
1: together, but...
0: I they think were together, and now she's marrying... Uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Very different. So, very different types of dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Very... Um uh, I'll just say, Aaron, I, Aaron Rodgers, you know, look, uh, he was nice and charming and he was on Jeopardy. So people let him escape for all kinds of stuff that they certainly would not let, uh, say, Kyrie Irving off the hook for. So all of the... Well,
1: that's the what Jay Williams went at Stephen A. Smith about today.
2: I, did I, like I didn't. Stuff. I I saw they were arguing and I was like, you know what? Let me know where that argument is at and I will go in the other direction.
1: <laughs> well, they were arguing two different points. So Jay was arguing that Stephen A. went way harder on Kyrie than he did on Aaron. And I don't know. It's it's so weird. <laughs> the, the Aaron stuff is just, it's, they're cut from the same cloth, I think. But it's also just that, like, I think Aaron thought he was getting away with something. Like it, That's what it seems yeah. like to me, is he really thought I mean, he was getting away with something. It's
0: like, I've, I've achieved immunity mm-hmm that nobody bothered to follow up with right it's, Like he said it is been almost, immunized because it's like cut apples out of my diet so now i'm it's
2: almost it's almost like state state media for some of these teams and this is going to be you know i'm i might piss a few people off but you know okay right.
0: i i got to go fetch the dog again uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew, go off oh,
2: okay yeah um <laughs>
0: I'm not saying that
2: it's on Green Bay media to figure out and piece together okay what's the COVID situation, what's the vaccination rate for AT-X or whatever, but I'm so su- frankly it it almost feels like this was inevitably gonna come out and I'm surprised that Nobody in Green Bay media either tried to figure it out themselves or pressed Aaron Rodgers on the subject because I remember seeing the video and I was just like okay that really didn't make sense but at the same time you have to remember like all these NFL players were coming out saying oh that's HIPAA Um, I believe that's HIPAA and it's just like, OK, that's, that's it. really
0: it's, it's, back at the perfect moment.
2: <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's it's another, you know, bullshit excuse. So I I kind of lumped it in there the same as that. And I'm just like, OK, so, so it, it kind of I, I lumped it into the LeBron. I'm not going to say if I'm vaccinated or not. Oh, type of thing. But see, that's what I thought Aaron Rodgers was doing. And I'm just like, okay, so he's just gonna sit there and give us the same uh you know, same same crap. It's like I'm vaccinated, but you know, it shouldn't be on me to give you guys the message if I'm vaccinated or not. So that like initially that's what I thought it was. I'm like, okay, no, whatever. But then all this comes out and it's like, yeah, it, it, watching every NFL newsbreaker basically go, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated. Then five minutes later, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been vaccinated at all. And then like five minutes after that, they go, yeah, he's basically just then, he's got some I,
0: very, he's got some very Tom Brady esque ideas about health and wellness. Yeah,
2: and they were, t- it, it, it just seems like they were all sitting on this story. And part of me's <sighs> like, okay, I get, you need to source it out, you need to. But I'm like, this is kind of weird. All of a sudden, everybody, you know, all these newsbreakers are like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers basically just said, screw vaccines, screw pro- protocols. And the NFL is like, well, if Aaron Rodgers is saying screw protocol, we might as well just go ahead and you know, screw protocol. You, you it, guys it, came up with the
0: I got a question for you. So who's going to appear? Uh, it, it, will it be Aaron Rodgers, Dave Portnoy, or Robert Sarver that goes on Ethan Sherwood Strauss's podcast first? Yes. What are, what are, what, which one do you yes. want to pick? Yes. Um, hmm. That's my answer. Yes.
1: <laughs> Man. I there was a tweet I that, that, that I was going to mention to you about that uh, in the group chat. There was something that I was going to say. That there was a different angle um, from one of the things sure. that happened. I don't remember what it was now because it wasn't one of those three, but it was something else that happened in sports in the last 24 hours that I was like, oh, I know what angle he would take with this. Um, uh-huh. I could see this happening. I, I could see where this would go. And, I, and now I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't one of those three. Too much sports craziness has happened it it
0: was oh man baxter holmes uh, wrote a doozy for those who haven't Mm -hmm. caught it baxter holmes wrote a doozy of a story detailing years worth throughout the entirety of robert sarver's tenure as owner of the phoenix Suns, of just just uh general uh, yeah i was you know sort of a pretty bog standard rich white guy racism and misogyny Um, Not to make it sound ordinary or boring, because it sounds like working for this person was absolute hell. But the part about it that was so delicious to me is, aside from just him, is is him finding all the different, slightly different ways for his lawyers to say, actually, that's not the right context for when he's calling people the N-word, Or Or why can't, why can't I say it? Why can't I say it? So, so Bob, you know, why can't I say it? And
1: these are all genuine things. Like this is like the genuine stuff and you have to be in the room with him when he's doing stuff like this. And he's just saying this and you're and I just cannot imagine what Earl Watts, like the amount of restraint for this kind of stuff. I I just, I don't understand it.
2: Can you imagine, can, can you imagine it sounds like the, the, you know, the parents in those Geico commercials uh, where it's like, you you know, it's the parents at the airport, and they're mm. basically saying this. To, like, that's that's what I got in my head when it comes to Robert Sarver. It's like, look, why you, can't I say the N-word? I, no. I
0: really, my view personally is that, while Sarver may be an extreme example, if you gathered around to hear stories uh, from front office officials, coaches, and players of most pro sports owners, you would get if not as extreme, you would at least get two or three similar out of every single person who had to deal with a pro sports owner. They are they are just leathery, awful rich people who fulfill every single preconceived notion of what you think they would like. I not again not to in some way hand wave away Sarver's behavior because I'm not. It's nightmarishly bad, and good on Baxter Holmes, um, who I've met a few times so. Uh, I, you know, I do full disclosure I do. Oh, uh, yeah, just but yeah and, biased I Bob
1: over here I,
2: I I do enjoy the fact that he's you know that you know pronouns um <laughs> that the suns basically just and it made, it made me laugh where they were like hey guys and they they issued this like a few weeks ago yeah it, it was like God, hey please. guys
0: yeah, so there there might be something coming out, and I, just, I'm sorry just know that we now I'm getting Colin Farrell mad again. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. There is no need for the reporter who decided to just sort of tweet out that the story was coming, a story that he was not working on, and giving the Phoenix Suns a chance to re- release a statement two weeks ahead of time. Whoa, which wait, 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 who, said, wait, wait, who said that? It was Jordan Schultz. Oh, that's right. It was Jordan Schultz. The son, by the way, who, that is not the kind of person. If I were him, who would be talking about the behavior of owners, given that he is the son of Howard Schultz? The oh, that's, that's
2: the, a, the, no, no freaking way. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Oh God.
0: In any case, so he just decided to tweet it out, you know, and it was it's, and he's doing it again today. It's kind of amazing.
1: No, a lot but, of people were uh, tweeting stuff out. Buster only was on like this weird DUI diatribe on Twitter.com.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh, oh my God! What? Everyone was having the. Everyone was just. It was some real took a showing today on the internet. I mean, but
1: we'll send man, you the. We'll send you those tweets later, Andrew.
0: Was please, general manager do. James Jones, who made who in my mind made it very clear that he was like, don't look at me. He was like, that's not the Robert Sarver that I knew. Uh-oh, Uh-oh, I guess oh, buddy, be, buddy. <laughs> that was that was that was his way to me. That sounded a lot like a, a non-denial denial. Oh, that was Rex Chapman absolutely... did it this afternoon. Huh?
1: He's not the guy I know. the The story I read the story and it's just not the guy I know. That <laughs> that's not a defense. I I've
2: seen that a lot. No, that's no, not a defense. Or
0: is it a denial that it's true?
2: It, you know what it reminds easier. me of? It reminds me of people who will get there and say, "Oh, free my homeboy," or you know, you know, mm-hmm. this person did nothing wrong. And then when you find out what the what
0: that person X actually did, you're no. like, oh god! Oh, don't no. don't Google the X did nothing wrong meme, kids. I'm warning you. Just mm. be warned.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah, yeah I, don't Google I, it. Don't, I don't want to know what that is. Mm-hmm that's okay my brain is filled with worms <laughs> in this information you, you, you know you know bob
2: is on certain parts of the internet that we're mm. just like you know what i'm good well bob has
1: I to be on the Timpole beat where like i would love to just i want to circle back with bob 20 years from now to see what the the, the amount of temple um how
2: how how Florida. much of that is just
1: like how much did that affect me. him just having to go down those yeah. rabbit holes
0: I've said this before, I think on there that, or or that uh, my significant other yes like hates these stories that mm-hmm. I read She absolutely hates them, and she wishes I would report on something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think I, I, am not going to because <laughs> I think it, I think it's a, it's an important beat to cover, mm-hmm. and like, uh, no, on a level. I mean, honestly, yeah. There's some, there's some pretty uh, ugly stuff that I get to sort of. Marinate in for long periods of time, um, and uh, let's maybe you off to the Colin Farrell beat. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I you know, the Colin Farrell beat 20, twenty years ago would have been badass. Yeah, <clears> I, re- I actually remember the first time I saw Colin Farrell. I saw him. I went to a movie, Cold. Uh, I forget what a, a movie I wanted to see, but it, the, I, I showed up too late, and I'm a real stickler about no. Once a movie starts, even if it's still just the previews, you're not allowed to go in.
1: Wait, what? Uh, what? Previews? And you're if, not if, going if, in?
2: If no. I miss the opening credits, I won't go in. Like, yeah, I'm no, good no, on the previews, but if I miss the opening credits of a movie, I, know, I, I'm good.
0: In a movie theater in Paris, you never know how many. They may not show tra- like previews. Sometimes right. they don't. So I was a good like 10, hmm. 15 minutes late, and and I said to myself, you know, I'm not going to risk it. I'm going to buy a ticket for something else. And I went and saw this movie that I think it's Joel Schumacher directed. He did this independent, tiny film called Tigerland, which was about uh, American soldiers at training camp who were getting ready to be shipped out to Vietnam. And it, one of the the lead was a young Colin Farrell, who at that point no one in the United States had really heard of. And he was outstanding. He was great. And it was it's a good movie. It's a good little indie Dogma 95 type flick. And I, I literally went in knowing nothing about it. I want to see something else. I was not going to break my rule about seeing a movie in a theater after it's already begun. If a movie is on TV or on cable or something like that, then yeah, I'll start watching after it's already started. This is a strictly hard and fast in the cinema type rule but I don't great. follow this I remember thinking who's that dude He's
1: I'm awesome. not going to follow this rule but yes Colin you Farrell have is to,
0: man.
2: live your life
1: Yeah. Mm. who would Please you pick pay-
2: hey to. Bob if, Who? if you want to cool if you don't want to you know we don't give a shit
1: <laughs> Andrew's had a day um, Bob if you had to pick between the two because I don't know if Andrew's in, in, on the, the Jake Gyllenhaal train but um, he's my favorite actor what? of all Jake Gyllenhaal time Gyllenhaal
0: is my mortal enemy I hate Jake Gyllenhaal uh, you know, Oh so, so I'm going to know the answer Maggie to this Gyllenhaal. then I, I
2: feel like Maggie Gyllenhaal is just an under. No Maggie
0: Gyllenhaal person. is a delightful lovely woman It's her brother Jake that's the devil incarnate Okay, Jake well, we'll is the see. best oh, the
2: Hold on hold on Are you talking
1: about him as an actor or as a person
0: I'm talking about the entirety of his being I'm oh. not going to judge his skills i hate jake gyllenhaal do you really i think, I think maggie, maggie i'm not gyllenhaal kidding i despise everything about jake
2: gyllenhaal maggie gyllenhaal underwhelming I nice go bob can i just go on a rant real quick mm-hmm. um i'm sorry
0: Fame, poor you poor maggie who has done nothing
2: wrong <laughs> but display her crap um, um, here, here, here's the thing man i'm sorry our she's Batman, bad in dark night that, that man literally just decided you know what I want to save... It's either save Maggie Gyllenhaal or save Aaron Eckhart. Mm. I'm sorry. That's is this... the worst Sophie's Choice I've ever seen for a movie.
1: Wait, he Why? also didn't is... know. He he went to the we wrong to one. Save... Didn't he choose her and the Joker he had... He
0: chose a... her, but the Joker lied and sent him to go save Aaron right. Eckhart. Right. He chose the special lady friend, which is, mm-hmm. of course, the right... The, the but decision.
2: I'm sorry. If you're, if you're choosing Maggie Gyllenhaal...
0: What is wrong with Maggie Gyllenhaal? Underwhelming.
2: A, she, she a, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Maggie.
0: An woman, an
2: Maggie Gyllenhaal actor, is underwhelming. A
0: humanitarian dedicated to social justice
2: Underwhelming. Causes. Underwhelming. Here's the thing. Maggie Gyllenhaal is the noon kickoff of a Big Ten game, of a <laughs> mediocre Big Ten or Big 12 game. It's like, oh, it's so Maggie ridiculous. Gyllenhaal. And you're just like, cool. What else is, this, is on? Is
0: some kind of like, oh, I, I, every time I see Maggie Gyllenhaal, I'm thinking of Mora tyranny and I just can't. Switch no, gears and appreciate Maggie
2: Gyllenhaal. First off, first off, you leave more alone. She's an angel.
0: That's what I'm saying. No one's denying that.
2: But, but is Maggie Gyllenhaal kind of underwhelming? Absolutely. What do you need welding for? I'm I'm sorry. When I look at the marquee <laughs> of a movie, <laughs> when, when, when I look at the marquee of a movie and I see Maggie Gyllenhaal, I'm like, oh. So, um, do you guys put extra butter on the popcorn or not? Which Maggie
0: Gyllenhaal movie are you referring to? Aside from from various batsmen. (laughs) Maggie
2: Gyllenhaal movies are like Drake albums. You know what you're getting, and you're just kind of like, okay, Uh, okay, I move on. uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is the Call of Duty of actresses. You know what you're getting? He's got
1: analogy on analogy ready to go. Okay.
0: Yeah, um, he's been spending a lot of time on this.
1: Um This is this is like
0: really chilling
1: You know what? He's <laughs> like he's like that dude who's like first, he's like the meme guy but just like where he's standing outside of the guy's house where he's like
0: first, you stink. Second, you do <laughs> <laughs> Like you go into Andrew's house, you grab his diary out of his drawer, and it's like day 78. The Maggie Gillen Hall thoughts keep coming to me again and again and again. Can't Actually, sleep, but the dreams still come. That,
2: that's more a uh, college football playoff. Mm. Um, okay. okay, fair. Yeah. But you, yeah, hey, hey, Bob, yeah, you're what? close.
0: Cute. <laughs>
1: Wait. So uh, hold on, Bob. I, I, now that we got the Maggie Jen- Gyllenhaal portion of this over, like, why do you hate? Why is he, Jake the moral enemy?
0: Yeah.
2: Why? You? Why do you hate Jake? Did Jake he steal knows. your girl at a club one he night? He knows. He knows. Oh, why. you
0: went to a media junket and Jake knew well. up. I can't discuss him. I know there. No, there is no actual. I, we've never met. I've never interacted with yeah. him at all beyond watching him. He just irks me.
1: He just. That's like it. He just too. irks
0: you. That's it something about him bothers me i cannot explain it or define it but i hate him with every fiber of my being that's
1: bonkers Jesus
0: christ i at least said oh maggie- oh! i'm sorry did we not spend the last five minutes on maggie joan hall
2: i said maggie joan hall was underwhelming you said
0: i despise you despise his being right because like- i'm committing here that's why Mm. Just, I don't know.
1: Andrew uh, pretty much committed. Maggie's he had seven analogies ready to go.
2: I'm sorry, Maggie Gyllenhaal is underwhelming.
1: The Gyllenhaal family is no friend of this oh. podcast whatsoever anymore. So thank you guys for that.
0: Wrong. Oh.
1: I don't know. This oh. is this Bear is Paulson. wild.
0: Love it. Emily Blunt, great. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Wait, is not
1: Emily Blunt great? Sanders. What is Emily Blunt no, good in?
0: Emily Blunt is fantastic. What is she good in? Oh uh, my. Uh, she's quite good in the day the the day after tomorrow the sports
1: renaissance woman just came in here and said that Emily Blunt is amazing, she heard thank that you,
0: this. thank you, she's right mm-hmm. what is the name of the, wait now I can't remember what's the name of the Tom Cruise movie where he, the, uh, oh, always uh, tomorrow edge of tomorrow uh, edge it's a very it's fun movie terrible past. name terrible name she's quite delightful in the devil wears Prada Quite delightful.
1: This month. is, you're grading her on a curve. Like, she's not, like, you're not going to go see a movie that she's the star. Like, she's not a Colin Farrell. She's not a Jake That's Gyllenhaal. She's so not an Ethan Hawk.
0: Good roles for women of a certain age. Thank you.
1: Mm hmm. Interesting. Okay. they
2: uh, making, hey, hey, Chase?
0: Mm
1: hmm. Um,
2: it, I don't mean to do this, mm-hmm. but I have some breaking news. Oh, no. Like, uh,. uh there have been a round of results. Okay. Or have, there have been a, a round of releases?
1: Releases. What do you mean?
2: From WWE. Hmm. Do you want me to start reading some names? Sure. So reading names. Uh, Scarlet Bordeaux hmm. has been released. Frankie Monet has okay. been released. Ember Moon. Has been released. Uh, Oni Lorkin, B Fab of Hit Row has been released. Let's see. Uh, Bob, uh, Grand did you know Metal any of
1: these League. names as of as of right now? Familiar with Grand, any of them? Grand,
2: Grand, Grand Metal League, okay. Uh Lince Dorado, Carrion Cross, gone. Wow. Uh, let's see. Oh, here, okay, so I'm going to give you four names, and you're going to be like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Nia Jax, Keith Lee, Harry Smith, and Mia Yim. Hold
1: on, I didn't know Harry Smith was back.
2: Uh, he was doing dark matches. Okay. Yeah, he was doing doing dark matches on some SmackDowns and some Raw sporadically.
1: That's crazy. That's a bonkers list. Yeah. Mm-hmm good for keith Lee though getting away from that uh
2: yeah um carrying cross yeah, stinks I,
1: but that's okay um keith Lee's. is you
2: know look i'll say this they gave Carrion cross basically a the, they they basically had the grim reaper strapped to his back once they once once he started getting promos cut on him by the entire nxt roster and then when he moved up, and they didn't bring the one person who helped his look, you know, sell. Yeah, he was pretty much just a dead man walking.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, yeah. There I you agree. go. I agree. I agree. <laughs> agree more.
1: Um. Well, that's all we've got, Andrew. You got to run soon. I think.
2: And, and oh, and uh, another mm. name just came through. Oh no. Eva
0: Marie. oh Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know who any of these people are. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I,
2: feel, I, I feel like if I feel like if we actually showed who who, um, who if we showed Bob who Eva Marie was, he might get like y- you would be obsessed with Eva, Eva, Eva Marie.
1: Hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know. You think you
2: think
0: you think he'd hate Eva Marie?
2: I don't think
1: he'd have an
0: opinion. I I, I have opinion. like all the all the wrestlers who I have opinions about uh, are, are, are are not active anymore or who or, or, mm-hmm. are in time passing. I told you guys this. I was a huge Randy Roddy Piper fan. Mm-hmm. I rooted for Piper against Hogan.
1: He wasn't really that. into Hogan until the later years, the last couple.
0: No, uh, no. <laughs> I rooted for Piper in all the Piper Hogan. Mm-hmm feuds
1: and bouts. Mm-hmm. I, I was a Piper guy. Um, well, that's all I've got, guys. Everything else is pretty pretty horrible in sports today. Um,
0: uh, yeah, sure? but hey... Mm-hmm. You guys excited for the
2: Mike White experience?
1: Come that happens on. in what an hour,
2: or or, or 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 as I'm calling him White Mike. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. I know. That's that's it's
2: it's at. uh I, I,
0: no. I, no only, I only the Jets could have the feel good story of a backup quarterback coming out of nowhere and turning it into a dumb controversy with their number two pick. Like, Lizzie and Licks. that's
2: the thing. Like, so so Bob, people were asking on Twitter on Sunday. Oh man, what does this mean for Zach Wilson?
0: Um, are you? It means curious? nothing. They'll play Zach Wilson as soon as he's healthy. Thank you.
2: I'm
0: it means like... nothing, and the odds oh. are very, very high that uh, White Mike is going to um, defecate in, in inside one's sleep chamber tonight.
2: So and you know. and let's be real that that Colts defense is going to basically just disguise blitzes and. Everything else in, yeah.
1: So, that's a fun game, though. I have a recording hey, tonight. I'm gonna watch Jets it later. Are,
0: the, the, just this, just in breaking news from Field Yates: the Jets are wearing black pants tonight. So, oh, it's god, I, I saw that
2: uniform combo and I'm like, what the? Fuck?
0: I like it because, yeah, I, I was gonna say it's not bad. Hate it. I hate it. I uh, hate we, we don't have time to get into my grand theory of uniforms, but we'll do it mm-hmm. on Uniform Minute next week. The Uniform <laughs> Minute next
1: week. I like it. I like it. Uh Bob, what can we check out from you this week uh, on the I Tim a Pool beat?
0: Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a that's a horrible <laughs> series of words you just said. Um uh th- I have a story about uh, noted uh YouTuber Tim Pool um who got COVID. And uh then while he was incredibly sick, first went to an urgent care clinic who told him he could not get Ivermectin, which is not shown to be effective treating COVID. So he went Wait, to the Is that the horsey medicine? Yeah. So then he went and talked to Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan told him to go find another doctor. And he found some private clinic that would prescribe ivermectin to him. Uh, Poole insisted he didn't want to take it. It's just that the doctors made him, which um, uh, uh, call is a what yes he said. On that? Or, uh, I'm not calling anything. I'm a I'm a, a an objective, mere reporter. I'm I am a opinion-free set of eyes and ears. Uh, in any case, but like a week prior, about five days prior to him, and multiple people in his little media company testing positive for COVID, um, he held an indoor gathering at a bar in West Virginia, where there was certainly not checking for. For any vaccination status, proof of a negative test. No one was masked. It was entirely indoors. And uh, then, once everyone got sick, uh, Poole declined to tell me whether uh, he actually contacted the bar to let them know that people had tested positive, let wow. alone contacting all, like, the event was held basically for people who subscribed to his website. So anyone who is a subscriber got a free ticket, plus one and some drink tickets. And he's not planning on contacting those people individually either to let them know that people tested, that he and many people in his company tested positive for COVID uh, because he claims he contract traced the source of the infection, which is a skill that most YouTubers have. Um, In any case, when I asked him repeatedly did you call the bar to let them know? He got increasingly mad and ended with "You're an evil person," which is all in the story.
2: Wait, wait, wait! wait. That's how he ended <laughs> the conversation
0: with you. Yeah. In my evil. goodness, Bob. Yeah. So, I'm I'm like Jake Gyllenhaal in his eyes is what. We're <laughs> um, so, so you can read that. Uh, there's certainly many tweets about it for me on my Twitter at Bob Sayeta. Or if you go to the Daily Beast, it's still right up there on the front page if you'd like to give that article a read. It's uh, it's a delightful stroll through Tim Pool, who has not been vaccinated. and But that's uh, what
1: Joe Rogan's for.
0: Yeah, he has not been vaccinated. Dr. It, it, Joe! Really, what the best part of it is, like, he did a video talking about this, and he ended it with, in conclusion, what I've realized is that I was right all along about vaccine mandates and possible lockdowns that was the takeaway from his experience of of getting covid to the point where he thought he would have to go to an emergency room and couldn't breathe and he said he felt like he was it was the worst illness he'd ever had in his entire life his takeaway was actually i was right
1: Mm. (laughs) you love to see it no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the uh, that's the, the article that I like finally got published yesterday that I wrote yesterday.
1: There you go, Andrew. What about you? And the good folks over there at the Detroit Free Press, like Chris Solari, who covers Michigan, Michigan State basketball. He's been on this podcast. Great coverage over there It's nice. Michigan State, Michigan. You get a lot of a lot of Detroit happening right now. I mean, the basketball team has ostensibly been playing, but uh, from what I've seen, pretty bad. I'm
2: gonna
0: say.
2: Yeah. No. No. The Pistons are not.
0: Cade Cunningham, fraud, <laughs> quick, yes or no?
1: Ooh, he's not a fraud, he's just not, like, he's the oh, safest, no, no, no. Fra- he's here's, a number two or number three, he's not a star here's, here's, on a team.
2: Here's the thing about Cade Cunningham, and, and we talked about a little bit about this last night, in this era of positionless basketball where guys can kind of play anywhere, you, that's the awesome thing about him, you can put him anywhere, but the thing is, you want him healthy. Cade Cunningham is not healthy, and if you put him in this strange health cycle of where guys are just going, you know, boom, boom, boom. You know, yes, put put a put some restrictions on him. Make sure he's not playing back to backs. Like all the good things that you need to be doing with Cade Cunningham, I'm all for. The problem is this team can't shoot the ball outside of 20 feet. Um, I hear in the NBA that shooting the ball outside of 20 feet is um, more than encouraged on most nights. So you might want to figure that part out. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just – I'm at the point with this Pistons team where I'm just like, well, get ready for another top three pick. Yay.
1: Yeah, um,
2: I'm on. I'm on the Banchero bandwagon. I like I, Banchero. I'm I, so he actually is from the Seattle area, and actually I actually had a chance to see him play a few times when I was working out there. Absolutely fantastic! Like this dude is going to be an absolute beast if he can one if he can stay healthy and two if he is anywhere near the. I, potential national player of the year conversation that that that's kind of he's on the outside looking in on
0: i just look don't at, believe that suspicious. a kid named chet can be the first pick in the nba draft yes he can i,
2: I look i want i want chet holmgren to get in the weight room so bad because when I, I, I don't well floor, he's
0: certainly not going to have any trouble getting through the door <laughs> um
2: bob do you feel good about that
0: yeah, I do that, Bob. That, that, like, that was that, that
2: Bob. I mean. That was a terrible just. Yeah, chop, chop! It was a chopper poorly mishandled. Congratulations, you get on base. I hope you feel better about yourself.
0: I do. Pretty really <laughs> awesome. Do
1: you know who else feels like, good? Oh, the Tennessee uh, Volunteers very, who concluded their, their own internal investigation and they didn't put themselves in a bowl ban this year.
2: I like it. No, because here, here's what they did: they they told the NCAA, "I know we were not supposed to cuss as much," but they mm. basically told the NCAA to go after uh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean that's what they basically did mm-hmm. you know uh, do it's not power man i like it yeah that's what that, that is what we've learned
1: mm-hmm. i'm for it i'm for it i'm ready to go bowl season like my, it's a trip to jacksonville orlando maybe um we'll or see
2: nashville
1: or nashville that just i don't want to go to nashville that's not really a bowl trip that's all we want we want something where we can go somewhere cool and warm uh, during that time of year So we'll see I want the Gator Bowl Give me the Gator or the Outback That's what we're looking for folks
2: I, You know I could see them in In the Gator Bowl Against an Iowa I'd be down with that Or the Outback Bowl Against a Penn State mm-hmm. Like I could I could see that
1: I'm okay with that Andrew can follow you on twitter.com at ahamfreepress. Bob, I can follow you at Bob bobsayeta. Go subscribe to the Daily Beast and the Detroit Free Press if you have not already done so. Uh, guys, thank you as always for the time. I will talk to you both next week.
2: Nicely done, nephew.